Hey guys, it's your host back here with another episode of Bullish AF, and uh, today we have a very, very special guest. We have Captain Dreth from Pirate Train, and I am very, very excited. As you guys all know, um, I'm always talking about Pirate Chain on the channel, and we're definitely going to get some... Uh, some good details today and we really want to spread some awareness to the audience and, and future audience of why privacy is important and uh, hopefully you guys can pick up and understand um, what it means to be you know, financially independent so without further ado got a special guest Captain Dreth thanks for coming on brother I appreciate it yeah, thanks for having me on Absolutely, absolutely. So, it's uh, it's been a long-awaited, long-awaited uh, podcast. Um, I know the audience is, you know, very excited to to listen to what you have to say and about pirate chain and things like that. Um, there's quite a few community members that are there. They're also really excited about pirate chain just as much as I am. So, um. Actually, let's just start from the beginning. So, what, what, how did Pirate Chain actually start, and how did it become a thing? Yeah. So basically, back in 2018, uh, the Komodo team was experimenting with Z addresses, and basically came upon a question of if it was possible to have a chain that was Z to Z only. And basically removing the whole transparent address per part of the part of the chain. So what ended up happening was they did a bunch of testing, and sure enough, it worked. So the way that Parachain initially started and is currently used today is when you have uh, coins that are mined, it goes to a transparent address initially, so that this way, you know, there's accountability in terms of what's the mining reward that's being released so you can do all the accounting that way and then from that point after that uh, transparent address it has to be sent to a shielded address a z address and then from so from that point on all it goes to a z addresses and everything's completely shielded and everything like that so after it was launched um they basically got together a crew of people to help manage it and uh, from the komodo team and then over time you know, you have people like myself that started out as community members and then just grew a passion for the project because everyone was highly interested in privacy and realized how special that this chain was because it was the first shielded address only, P2P shielded transaction only chain using ZK Snarks in existence. So, you know, growing the passion for the project from learning about it and everything, every other aspect, people like me just basically worked as much as they could to help out the project and over time eventually got promoted up the ladder to where we are today so people like cax Cosius, lutes and um dream these other guys that are part of the project or just basically started out from community members being community members in the beginning so it's just a homegrown project pretty much and and on top of that you know there's no mining uh, there's no uh, fees for developers or anything like that. Everything is basically given to the project with nothing in exchange. So we all donate our time and resources to the project. There's no funds being from mining or anything else. Yeah, see, that that really right there, I know when I first had found that out, I was like, wow, that is truly truly and that has to be one epic project right for a group of people to get together and to donate their precious and valuable time to a, what a, a wonderful cause right like that to me that was like okay this crypto sticks out in a good way to me um more than any other crypto in the space in my opinion because of just that too right i mean there's many many other things but that was a 
big, big thing because we know this space is very dirty. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of trash in this space. I mean, there is a lot of good stuff in this space too, right? But um, that really stuck out to me personally. Um, so I'm actually glad you really hit on that because I, I think that's highly, highly important for people to understand that you guys are, you know, donating your time essentially because you believe in, you believe in this project so much and you have so much passion uh, and actually believe in, in what you're fighting for, right? So absolutely, I definitely commend you what, for this. What motivates you to keep going without, without the motivation of money, you know what I mean? What, what? makes you want to keep going out and putting your time into that well just like anything else man if like you're passionate about if your passion is video games do you play video games to get paid for it no you put you do it because you enjoy it it's what you're passionate about just like a lot of other things sometimes you know you have passions where you know your passion is your day job for example you know that you just so happen to get paid for but any type of passion, hobby, things like that, that you want to do because you love it, you don't expect to have anything else in return from it. You just love doing it. And that's the passion that we all have working for the project because we all love privacy. We all want to see privacy grow within the space. And we all truly believe in the project that we're working for. Right, which I think, you know, again, it's very 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 uh very commendable because you know we all we all know the times that are coming down the pipe right with central bank digital currencies and you know everything else so like essentially this is this is our last stand for freedom that, that's the way i look at it you know like this is our last stand for freedom and again i, I really commend you guys for you know doing what you do because uh it definitely takes a def definitely takes special people to do that you know and uh oh absolutely so, so yeah and sorry jeff i didn't mean to cut you off but uh go ahead and say something what you wanted to say i don't even know you pretty much covered it i was just saying it's commendable to just do whatever you love for the fact that it's a passion i'm i'm in a couple projects same way i help work on them i'm not it's not about the money at all. It's about moving forward with the tech and seeing it through. And we're all pioneers in this industry. It's just awesome seeing other people that, that are super passionate about what they do. Yeah. It really yeah. is not about the money, dude. It really isn't. Like a lot of people say, you know what I mean? There is people that are out there for the money, but that half the time that ends up being scams. So. Yeah. And, you know, just for the hell of it, because I was, I'm still so passionate for it. And, uh, Back in 2019, I think it was, I even got a parachain tattoo on my wrist that's clearly visible at every any given point. That's how passionate I am about parachain and privacy in general. That's uh, that's that's badass. And so I have some crypto tattoos myself. <laughs> I was gonna say, Dustin, isn't that one getting worked into your into your piece at some oh, point? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I actually have space just right for it, right by my treasure chest that I actually have on my arm. So it, it works out perfect. Yeah, it's uh. It's pretty awesome i mean you know it's really interesting like so for this is what i really want i really want to you know and and some people can agree some people are, may may not agree right but i'm sure you of all people in the team are starting to really get those monero maxis to understand what you guys are doing and i'm starting to see a lot of them become come over to the pirate community and and be a lot more um, bullish on the project you know and actually understand oh wow this is this is actually something this is not a joke right so see we we have a different philosophy than a lot of other people in the space and uh, basically the philosophy is there's no one coin doesn't rule all right you have different technologies in the space for privacy and things like that. Some are better in some aspects, some are better in different aspects and everything like that. The important thing is, is that we don't 
try to just yell at each other and just you know say oh mine's better or and be all tribalistic about it because otherwise you won't get the full experience of what privacy is all about it's making sure that yourself your data your financial information everything else is hidden from the general public and from prying eyes that being said it's important to understand that you should be investing in multiple privacy projects, not just one. You should be using multiple privacy currencies, not just one. You won't hear a lot of people say that because a lot of people want to just promote their own thing. But it's key because in the event in the future that something happens, you know, heaven forbid, something happens to the privacy of one of these projects, whether it be Monero, us, or somebody else, and the, uh, the privacy is compromised. You don't want all of your information in one basket, right? So in that event, you want to make sure that your information spread out about spread out, you know, especially financial information and things you spend your money on when you use Monero pirate and, you know, various other privacy uh, coins, you want to make sure that everything's spread out and that you're investing in the space, not just one project. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah, that's absolutely. why that's why we that's why I formed the BPSAA, the uh, Blockchain Privacy, Security, and Adoption Alliance, which is filled with you know privacy projects and things that are promoting adoption and everything like that. Because it's important for us to work together as well. You know, imagine if the whole privacy space worked together. While yeah, they have their own projects, but we all collaborate and work together to further advance the, these projects together imagine how great the privacy space would be you know what i mean oh yeah so no, 100%. that's yeah so that's the type of philosophy that we bring and we we you'll notice on our posts or anything like that we never attack other projects or anything like that because we're all pushing for the same thing privacy so why would we try to tear each other down you know Exactly. No, and I completely agree because, <clears throat> you know, at a certain point, once people realize how important privacy really truly is, I don't think there's really enough privacy projects out there for people, and in order for these not to go to astronomical numbers, right? Um, I mean, obviously charts are charts, but like, you know, if something's being adopted heavily, which I'm kind of witnessing right now, on uh, a pick that I that I picked over a couple years ago, I, I think some people are finally starting to pick up on it, uh, which is Cambria. But uh, we're not here to talk about that. But I, it's kind of kind of want to use that as an example. Like, you know, I'm starting to see price go up in a sense to where it's it's actually surpassing levels that it's really not supposed to. So something weird's going on there, where that's concerned. But um, you know, like you said, if you all work together and everybody helps each other, you guys can build every network super secure. And I mean, even if you guys are using different technology, right? I mean, you guys may find out one day that, you know, there's this, there's one certain thing that is just basically like the golden key, right? To, to it all. So I, I definitely get what you're saying by that because you know by having that kind of mindset it really limits uh it really limits the space right absolutely i mean that was the whole purpose of bitcoin in the beginning is for all of us to work together to build that one network you know but then over time you know you have competing projects projects that do different things and all this other stuff and then you have people just becoming tribalistic with specific projects and then just communities just arguing for no reason. You know, there's always going to be competition in the space, but the important thing is that you work together to achieve the common goal. And that common goal for, spe specifically, for specifically for crypto is to get rid of the usage of fiat and protect your privacy and allow you to be your own bank, you know, not have that extra control from people outside of uh, outside of yourself, you know. Exactly, 100%. Uh, I'm, uh, again, I, I, this is one of my favorite projects. I, I do have a few different other privacy projects that I do like, but personally, this is my favorite right now, if I'm being honest, you know, because... I appreciate that. 
Yeah, one hundred. Being humble, Dustin, bro. That's being super humble. You're you're so pirate chain. It's crazy. That's the first thing you talk to me about. That's what you talk to me about on a weekly basis. Don't lie. <laughs> well, it is true. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I did say. I did say if somebody. I was. I always tell Jeff if somebody had a gun to my head and said you can only pick one, it would be pirate chain. <laughs> yeah, and see, most people have their own favorite project, and that's great. You know, that's fantastic. You know, like I said, you can have your favorite project while at the same time supporting the entire space you know? exactly like like my thing is i think the reason why you guys are my favorite is one you know obviously you guys you guys are doing a great job over there you guys are making advancements you're making things happen right but more than that i i believe in the cause and i believe you know from everything i've heard from from the team and everything like i can really get behind the vision that you guys have for this space and i really appreciate it because there's not a there's not a lot of individuals out there that see things just that way, right? So that to me, like I basically, okay, so I support you guys more than really the project, right? Because I'm all about fighting for the, the last little bit of freedoms that we do have um, and per, trying to preserve them as much as possible because, you know, I, I mean, we all know the times we're, we're headed and and the way things are looking right now. You know, and without any of these kind of tools or anything, everybody would be sitting ducks, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, with things like, you know, CBDCs, like you mentioned, or even things like civil forfeiture. You know, I'm not sure if you know about civil forfeiture, but basically, say, for example, you're going to buy a car and you have cash on you, like, you know, five, $10,000 in cash, you know, nothing suspicious because you're using it to go buy a car if you get pulled over you know and the cop who legally asks you hey do you have any large sums of money and if you're an honest person you're like yeah i do i have this much money in my car because i'm going to buy a car he can legally say well i think you're going to do something nefarious and take your money and then you have to go to go to court to try to prove that your money is wasn't going to be used for nefarious purposes so you're not defending yourself you're defending your money which nine times out of 10, you lose. Yeah, no, so, realistically, you never get your money back on a civil forfeiture. The, the, the rate is astronomical for actually getting your money back. I would say yeah. one out of a thousand maybe get their money yeah, back. Yeah, that's probably extremely accurate, yeah. So people don't realize that too. Now imagine you have a privacy crypto. You don't have to tell anybody you have cash in your car. You don't have to tell anybody anything. Nobody knows and... That's the whole purpose of it. Nobody should know. It's your own money, you know? So if you go to buy a car with, say, Pirate Chain, you just bring your phone with you, which you always have anyways, and then you just transfer Pirate Chain, you're good to go. Exactly. See? Love it. Exactly. I mean, that, and that's the way it should be, you know? I mean, we shouldn't have all of our uh, transactions being tracked, traced, and, and, and anything else. And like you said, with the cash and, and everything else, because, you know, to me, and I'm sure a lot of other people kind of see it this way too, is the reason why the, I mean, there's many reasons why they're getting rid of cash, right? But one of the, one of the bigger reasons is because they, they don't know what you're doing with your cash. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely a problem. Definitely a problem. Yeah, no. Now imagine going to a bank and saying, yeah, I'm going to withdraw 10 grand. What's the first thing they're going to say? Why? What do you mean? Why? It's my money. It's none of your business. You know? So it's, it's crazy. You have to ask permission basically to, you actually, you really do have to ask permission to take your own money out of the bank. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it is 100%. And you know, it's your money. You should be able to use it however you see fit, you know? It's absolutely exactly. insanity. And yeah, no, you're right. Like you literally, if, if you go try to get a large sum of money out of the bank, they definitely want to give you a hard time or tell you, oh, it's going to be a few days or, or whatever. Like it's absolutely insanity. And yeah. did I did I ask them what the fuck they were going to do with my money when I handed it to them? Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly like and that's just it man like and that's what i want people to understand like because people are like oh 
the government's going to ban privacy coins. And I'm like, honest to God, I really don't believe they will. And, and that's just my personal opinion because, let's face it, if anybody's doing anything nefarious, it's the fucking government. Like, and that's just, you know, I'm just being honest. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have kind of seen a lot of things, you know, at least I hope so. But if you haven't, then please do your own research. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, nothing's ever really straightforward with it anyways, right? So, you know, as an example, in the state that I live in, they, um, they had a vote on, this is quite a while ago, they had a vote on the lottery, you know, implementing the lottery in my state. So it was called the educational lottery because all the proceeds go to education, which on taking it face value. Yeah, that's great. Funny thing is that after it was implemented, yeah, all those funds go to education. However, what do they do to the budget for education? Oh, they cut it. So now they're still getting the same amount of money, but part of it's coming from the lottery. <laughs> it's like, what's the point then? You know? So like I said, it's, it's always these type of things you have to, be on the lookout for because nothing is ever truly as it seems in terms of you know things that they create like laws or programs or things like that so you always, you always got to continue to dig and look behind the curtain exactly couldn't have said it better that, i mean it's so true though like literally you hit it right on the head with nothing is what it seems like it just isn't and it never is it really never is it's it's pretty pretty wild you know and pretty wild that really a lot of people haven't realized this and still haven't realized you know i have faith you know one day people the people that do not see you know will eventually see but hey what it is what it is hopefully we'll see but if not then i i guess i guess not right but for us well we know so all we can do is just spread awareness and you know, help people to come, come to the conclusion, you know, and see for themselves. Cause that's really the biggest obstacle is people actually seeing for themselves. Yep, exactly. But, um, so what right now, uh, do you guys have on the back burner and kind of working on right now that you think, uh, could definitely be. Um, a game changer in the future for Pirate Chain? Well, for sure, um, the hardware wallet is a game changer because currently in the market, there is absolutely no hardware wallets available that can implement Pirate Chain because of the uh, memory and the uh, computations, uh, not the computations, the processing power that's required to handle pirate chain. So when we, uh, when Mulroy, who's part of the pirate team, finishes developing it, uh, uh, basically he's almost done actually. There's, it's some, there's some really cool um, pictures of it in the pirate discord. But once he finishes, I mean, realistically you can put any coin or token on there because it can ha if it can handle pirate, it can handle pretty much everything else. I mean, first and foremost, obviously it's specific towards pirate, but I'm just using, you know, the amount of power that's available in that device. It can literally handle pretty much any coin or token out there. So once it's uh, available, I mean, it's going to be a huge, huge deal, specifically for us. But you know, just in terms of you know. The technology that goes behind these things, this thing's pretty damn advanced. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for the hardware wallet. Um, I remember, you know, months ago, whenever uh, the talks of it were, were coming around and stuff, and I was like, that's, yeah, that, that definitely would be a game changer for a lot of people, you know, because even a lot of people have a hard time. Even like you said, you said if it if it can handle pirate chain, it can handle you know pretty much anything. So that's pretty awesome to know too for the audience as well because, you know, why would you buy a ledger whenever it can't even hold every crypto that you actually can buy? Whenever you know the the pirate chain hard wallet will be able to, um, yeah, you know that that's a that's definitely a game changer in itself. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's really awesome. I know I'm definitely going to be getting one myself for sure. So you just said that the 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 pirate chain hardware wallet will hold other cryptos as well, so people could use it for everything essentially because it's no, powerful. No, I'm saying it's power powerful enough to be able to handle pretty much everything. But the only thing that'll be loaded on it is pirate chain at this point in time. Okay. Okay. Potentially in the future, it's, uh, depending on what, what Mulroy plans to do with it, uh, maybe he may add other you know projects to it as well. But first and foremost, it's built for pirate chain, and that's what will be available on it day one. So. Very nice. Very nice. Now, I did also notice that you guys actually got listed on the Edge Wallet app uh, recently as well. Um, yeah, that's been a that's been a long time in the making. Yeah, that's I thought that was pretty awesome, especially you know with all the all the features that they have on there as well. I, I thought that was very very awesome. Um, anything maybe you want may want to share about that that you think uh, people should know specifically? Um. Yeah, huge, huge shout out and hats off to Forge, Kosius, Cax, and everyone else that, you know, put in the time and effort to get this to happen from our side. And also from Paul, who is the head of Edge, and his development team for working on their side. And, you know, all the communication back and forth on, you know, technical difficulties, getting things resolved, and everything in between it was just fantastic to watch especially someone like me who you know i i can do a little bit of coding but i mean this like crypto stuff is just way above my head but just watching the communication things develop and progress was just fantastic to see that's awesome yeah no i, I think it's really cool because it's it's another on and off ramp right like and that's what we need too. We need more on and off ramps because, you know, our on and off ramps are becoming, don't get me wrong, like the centralized, uh, like, you know, Coinbase and things like that. But even, you know, I don't, tr I, I have a hard time trusting, trusting those because, you know, there was, I think a couple of years ago, I transferred some funds over to Coinbase and they made me hold my funds on there for seven days because they said, oh, we have to make sure that these are actually your funds. I'm like, are you serious? Well, that's like, that's part of the reason. The other part of the reason is so that, you know, you can't just, you know, try to cancel a transaction from your bank side. And then all of a sudden you have the crypto, but then they don't have the funds. So there are some security uh, reasons as to why they do that on top of, you know, verifying your identity and blah, blah, blah. But I actually kind of disagree with that statement in terms of we need more fiat on and off ramps. The reason why I say that is because first and foremost, we need usage to increase. Adoption, right? How do we get adoption? You have things like the Armada, for example, which is a store a directory of stores, services, and everything that accepts Pyrochain as a form of payment, right? So now imagine, you know, you go to somebody, you tell them about Pyrochain, like, oh, yeah, I'd love to get into something like that. How do I get into it? Oh, just, you know, accept Pyrochain as a form of payment. So from that point, you can accept Pyrochain as a form of payment by using the mobile wallet or just having a, you know, a light wallet or full node wallet on your computer or using the Edge app or things like that. So you can transact using Pirate Chain. And then if you wanted to, now that you sold something for Pirate Chain and you want to buy something, you know, find somebody else or talk to somebody else about accepting Pirate Chain as a form of payment. So by utilizing the current pirate chain as a currency, which is what it's meant for, you just try to use it as everywhere uh, as much as possible everywhere. This way, you know, you don't have to use those fiat on and off ramps. Because imagine if it was the opposite, you have all these fiat on and off ramps, but nowhere to use the pirate chain. But what's the point of having it, right? Because it's meant to be a currency, and what's the point of a currency if you can't spend it? Very true. Very true. 
Okay. I, I, I see your point. I see your point. I mean, realistically, it, it takes both for sure. But adoption, for sure, in my opinion, takes the takes the lead in terms of what needs to happen more often than, you know, in terms of being uh, places that accept power chain versus fiat on and off ramps. Fiat on and off ramps. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> so, Jeff, do you, do you have anything? Uh, do you have anything you actually want to ask specifically? Uh, just for the people that aren't fully aware of what pi—sorry, uh, privacy. I was going to say piracy. What privacy will do for them in the in the future? Like for a total newbie, why do you need privacy? So, imagine having your bank account and then having everybody being able to see what's in your bank account, what money, where you spend your money, all this other stuff, right? Now, there's tons of examples outside of that where, you know, you have corporations seeing everything that you do, you know, and most people say, well, you know, I don't care, you know, I trust them. Okay, well, what if you're, uh, what if their database gets hacked and they can they can access your information or change your information, but they can see everything you do? Now all of a sudden you become a target, especially if you have, you know, maybe say a couple thousand dollars in your bank or in somewhere, or you know, if you become a target at some point, like and they see your data, your data is your life. It it think of it like, you know, you have Netflix. Now they know all of your browsing history on Netflix, what you watch, what you don't like, what you like. They know, say, say you use your MVP card at a store, you know, they give you discounts, but what are you, what are you giving them in return? You're giving them data. They know how often you shop. They know what you buy. They know your address. They know all this, all these tidbits of information about you that build your profile to the point where they can start to accurately predict when you'll go to certain places, what you'll buy at those places, and all that stuff. Imagine that information getting into the hands of somebody that's that doesn't have your best interests at heart or wants to do you harm. Now they can easily know your habits and everything else about you. You know, so and plus on top of that, nobody has any right to know what you spent your money on or what you like doing unless you tell them. You know? it's it has to be consensual but in this day and age consent means you have to read a ten thousand page long document that says you agree to these terms and conditions 99.9 percent of people don't read it and what you're actually doing is giving away your data for free you know do you know that facebook could actually like it if you were to take facebook as an example and remove all the data harvesting from it, all everything like that, all the advertising, all that fun stuff. You know how much how would how much you know how much it would cost to use that platform for the rest of your your life or whatever? Twelve bucks. You're selling all of your data on Facebook for twelve bucks. That's crazy. How crazy is that? <laughs> that is crazy. I figured, the, you know, I figured so, it was going to be way more than that. That's yeah, crazy. Even, uh, even the entire internet with all the ads, data tracking, all that other stuff, it would cost a very minimal amount of money to support the entire internet. But people don't want to, people don't want to pay for it. So that's what happens. You have data being harvested so that they can give that to advertisers and all these different people that build a profile on you so that they can do targeted ads. And those targeted ads, whether people realize or not, actually work. There was even an instance with Target where this young girl who was pregnant, didn't know it, but Target knew and was sending her uh, ad, like ads and coupons and everything for pregnancy products. They were able to tell because based off of her shopping habits, based off of how often she went and all this other stuff. I mean, this is crazy, but this, this shit is real, you know? So by protecting your privacy, you know, you keep every, like, you don't tell people your deepest, darkest secrets and things like that. So why would you tell people your banking information or your data and your shopping habits, all this other stuff, you know? Privacy is extremely important. And it's just like saying, well, you know, 
I don't really have anything to say, so I don't care about freedom of speech. Well, you'll start caring when something happens. And that's the unfortunate reality of privacy is that a lot of people don't care until something significant happens in their life to where now they have to care about it. And my goal, like with talking to people and especially people that don't really care is to try to make them realize how important their own privacy is, you know? Yeah, no. And, you know, honestly, um, I really like the way you're explaining it. Um, obviously, you've become a pro <laughs> over time of doing <laughs> this kind of stuff. But, you know, like, that, that's why I wanted, you know, you guys to come on and explain, like, you know, on a much a much thorough level, right? Like, you hit it right on the head. I mean, a lot of people don't even. That's the that's the whole key point is people don't understand how important it really is. And like you said, when until an unfortunate event does happen, and then they're like, "Oh wow, okay, well maybe I should start taking this more seriously." You know, like. It, so yes, uh, uh, get ahead of the curve, guys. Get ahead of the curve and actually, you know, protect yourself before something happens. You know, as a preventative measure. Like if anything, even if you don't, you know, believe anything could ever happen. Why? I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just take that small preventative measure to do so? It's, you know, like we all know about how our data is harvested every single day on everything we do. So, yeah, I mean, it makes 100% sense to me. Um, you know, and literally everything we do. I mean, hell, now, I don't know if you've heard about the insurance companies, but, you know, they want to put these, I mean, they, they're doing it now voluntarily uh, where people, you know, uh, put these devices in their cars, right, to get a discount on their insurance. But again, it's for data, right? Like you said, you hit it right on the head. And my insurance agent actually told me about six months ago that, hey, because uh, I declined it, and he was like, well, just so you know, um, here in the not so distant future, you're going to actually have to have these things in your car whether you like it or not, in order to be able to be insured. And I'm like, uh, well, I don't think so. Well, keep keep this in mind, man. They're going to find ways around that anyways. You know why? Because if, if they find the majority of people don't want that on their car, what do they do? Oh, they just go to the manufacturer and say, okay, from now on, these have to be implemented in every single car. No, no offense or buts, right? So from that point, what happens? You know, you have to give the insurance agent your VIN number and everything like that. So on all brand new cars, they already have that information anyways, without even having to ask you. It just comes standard on every single car. That's how they get around that stuff. Very valid so point. Yes. It's 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 scary the amount of tracking that you have even now. Like even if you try to be private, you still have an Android, like, even if you, you know, uh, try to increase your privacy by using VPNs, blah, 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 you still have your phone, which tracks you everywhere you go. And that's how, um, what is it? That's how uh, you see, like, you know how, like, uh, people talk about something and then all of a sudden it appears on their phone. It sounds like the phone's listening in on them. What is actually happening is, if a person is searching for something, which they generally are before they talk to you about said item, and if they're in close proximity to you, it basically pairs you and you and the other person together based off of GPS data. So it shares that information with that other person's account and targets them with those particular type of ads. That's why it seems like your phone's listening to you, but it doesn't even have to. You know, it just has to be, you just have to be in close proximity to somebody for a certain amount of length of time. So they have all these different methods that they just build around, you know, various things. So that's why I said, you know, I can foresee them doing something like that with the cars where they just build it in as a feature of the car. And now they have, they bypass completely asking you to put it on, you know, so it's, 
shit's scary these days, man. That's why everyone needs at least some level of privacy. There's by level, I mean there's there's different lengths that people can go to to enhance their privacy, and each layer you go down, it becomes more difficult to do things in general, right? So, for example, you have layer one where you just have like a VPN and you know use a different browser. That's not so intrusive to your daily life, and it's not that bad. But if you keep going down, you're using VPNs, you're using different like you know your own personal servers to, and like you know jumping around from server to server to make sure that your data is uh, your um, data is I can't say the word obscurated, whatever the hell it is. Um, you're you know using. You're, uh, you're disconnecting your computers from the internet every day when you're not using it. You know, you're not hard, you're hardwiring stuff instead of using Wi-Fi. You're and all these different things just increases the complexity of what you need to do to accomplish something versus say, say the very first layer where it's not really impacting your life. You, you can do the things you normally do without much change. So there, like I said, the whole point of saying that is, you know, you definitely don't want to be on that top layer of just, I mean, if, if anything, at least be layer one where you're using a VPN and you're using, you know, you know, not Google Chrome, something else, you know, but at least bare minimum be there, but you would like to be somewhere in the middle where you're not using things like MVP cards, even though, yeah, it's going to cost a little bit more to do certain things, but at least your data is not being tracked by some, corporate entity that you have no control over you know or just thinking about the various things in your life that you're doing that's giving away data like for example netflix who gives a shit who knows what my movie preferences are you know that's no big deal but you know certain other aspects with you know ordering things online or whatever it may be you know try to use crypto if possible especially a privacy crypto you know, that's, like I said, another layer in which, yeah, it's harder to get certain items because you can't buy everything with crypto just yet. But, you know, at least your privacy is protected in that aspect. And you don't have financial institutions knowing everything that you spend your money on. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Well said. Well said. I, 100%. Yeah, it's it, it's really wild whenever, you know, that you've actually brought a couple things to, to even my attention that I don't, you know, I realize, but I don't think I really realized on, uh, on that type of a level. Right. So, mm -hmm. so that's, that's really awesome. I, I love it. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and for everybody listening, I really hope you guys are listening, um, and really understanding what, what's being said here because, you know, every day, we lose more and more privacy to, to everything, right? It's small incremental changes all the time. And that, that's, that's how this, that's how this whole thing started, right? Small incremental changes. So yeah, death by a thousand cuts. Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so in the future, what, uh, what do you, what would you like to see like in a perfect world, right? What would what would you like to see the future envision of Pirate Chain? Personally, I would like to see it accepted at pretty much anywhere that's relatively convenient to use and be able to purchase your daily essentials and everything everything in between with Pirate Chain because the moment that that happens now all of a sudden it's a currency that won't that literally becomes like a layer one you know something that doesn't really impact your daily life at all and you're able to like improve your privacy significantly with it you know so being widely adopted is a huge key but the key to doing that is to make it as simple as a credit card right the way that the way that I mean that is, if you would ask somebody how a credit card works, most of the time they're going to be like, "I have no earthly idea," but they know how to use a credit card. 
right? Everyone does. You just swipe it or whatever and you're done. It needs to be that simple to gain mass adoption. So the moment we can make crypto in general and hopefully specifically pirate chain that simple to use without having to learn how it works and all this other stuff, then that's the moment in which you see PyroChain take off as a currency and be widely adopted and used. And as you know, the team itself feels the same way in terms of we don't really care about price. Yeah, price is great and it is pretty important, but what we're focused on is the technology behind everything and developing all those avenues in which you can spend and receive PyroChain. So the moment that we get to that point, that's when we we know we succeeded, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So I do have a question. You said, do you guys currently work with uh, close with any other privacy projects? Um, here and there sometimes. I mean, with the BPSA, we have the likes of um, Fero, we have Sentinel, we have you know uh, Signum, we have. Um, Ergo and you know quite a few other projects in there, uh, Etho Protocol and so forth, which are you know either a they help you protect your privacy or they are actual privacy currency projects. So you know we do uh, we we do talk amongst each other about you know any questions that we have or just you know bouncing around ideas things like that. Like we meet weekly just to you know try to spread awareness of you know privacy in general talk about current events uh we actually had a conversation with senator lummis um uh chris from uh the bpsa and also from ether protocol went and represented bpsa and spoke with senator lummis and her one of her main policymakers, discussing crypto and all this other stuff so we try to help influence you know politicians and things like that and educate them on crypto in general, why privacy is important so that, you know, we try to essentially stave off all those people that try to infringe upon our privacy rights and, you know, try to hinder crypto's advancement and things like that. So I know that's kind of a, not part of the question that you asked, but basically long story short, yeah, we're, we're in contact with a bunch of different projects, thanks to the BPSAA and just the connections that we have with other people. And we do, once in a while collaborate on things or, you know, bounce ideas off each other or ask for help and stuff. So very nice. Well, um, if you're not in connects with them already, um, <clears throat> I do have, I do have a couple connections to, um, secret network. Maybe, uh, if you're, if you guys, maybe that could be something else that, uh, maybe, you know, you guys can help each other as well where that's concerned. I'm not sure if you ever heard of them or not. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 uh, they're pretty cool guys over there. Um, I have a really good friend that's uh, really, really close to them as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I can, maybe we can get you guys in talks or whatever. You guys can help each other out in one way or another. That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, they have, they've done some really cool stuff over there, so from what I've read. I mean, I keep tabs on, like, you know, like quite a few different projects that uh, are making some headway, like, you know, it's making some waves in the space and things like that. So, you know, people like Secret Network, um, even Xano, and quite a few others that, uh, that are in the space or that are doing some cool stuff. I just kind of you know keep tabs on because you know it's interesting stuff you know and also the developments that come from them spur other ideas of things that we could do you know so absolutely absolutely it's it's all about uh, evolving together right exactly exactly awesome um is there anything else that you uh that you want to you know kind of hit on with uh pirate chain and and maybe potential uh developments or, or anything else yeah i mean we just came out with war on ethereum which is wrapped r um we already had it on uh binance smart chain so it allows people to go back and forth between a transparent chain and you know 
all of a sudden get their privacy back by moving back to pirate chain. So if someone could just, you know, want to make sure that their assets are private, they can go from one chain to another and then be good to go. So they can just uh, trade for war, convert that easily through the bridge that's set up, and then all of a sudden have pirate chain on the other side. So we have uh, those two networks hooked up now. Um, obviously, like I mentioned, the, the hardware wallet, we're making some, uh, we made some improvements on the mobile wallet as well, um, on both the Apple side and the, uh, the Android side. I mean, there's tons of stuff going on and, you know, we actually just had a community member for the past two years work on local pirate chain and is now complete and ready to go. So. Uh, we actually announced that recently too. So you can just like local bitcoins and local Monero, you can do. There's local pirate chain where you can actually, you know, buy or sell pirate chain with fiat and things like that. So from other yes. users. Yes, I did see that. I was like, wow, that's amazing. That, that's that's a huge step. That's a huge step. That's a huge. Yeah, step. absolutely. And when uh, I was talking to the developer about it, I was like, you know. This is something that I've been wanting to do personally for a very long time, but just because of the time requirements and all this other stuff, it's just, I never really got around to doing it. Plus I wanted to kind of solve it in such a way that you could use Pirate as kind of like an escrow by itself with the memo field and all this other stuff. So the way that I was thinking about it technically was very difficult. So that's why, another reason why it was really hard to kind of get uh, get that going and then you know get it ready to go and plus it would have been a, it would have taken a long long time to get that ready so i'm really glad that that user his name's water um finished it up on his end and now is up and running so yeah that's that's amazing that's amazing and also i, I almost forgot you guys actually have a having come up here in march another one I keep forgetting about those, man. <laughs> Time in crypto, it just flies by. So it's it's like every day in crypto is like, uh, what was it? Uh, every day in crypto is like 10 days in real life, it feels like, man. It's just time is just speeding right by. But, And that's another thing too, man, is that especially during like bear markets, you can tell the quality of a project if you see continually see developments coming from it during these times. So a lot of projects kind of just stop what they're doing and wait for the bull market to come. And you don't want to be a part of those types of projects. So projects that you see continually developing, no matter the market conditions, are the type of projects that you want to be a part of. Exactly. I, and I couldn't agree more. You know, like whenever I look for, you know, potential cryptocurrencies to invest in, that, that's actually one thing I really do look at. And, you know, a lot of it too is, you know, have they survived a bear market? Are, are they still very active? Are they putting out consistent updates? At least, are they, you know, are they active with the community even, right? So those are all yep. things to definitely really keep your eye on as well. But I actually did have a question about the halvings. I, you know, this may or may not be a dumb question, um, but we're gonna give it a crack at it. Um, so with these halvings being every nine months, what uh, what was the deciding factor on that? Um, the deciding factor on that was to basically keep up with a lot of the more uh, settled projects out there, like Monero, things like that, in terms of supply and all this other stuff. I mean, you can really debate tokenomics till you're blue in the face with other people people have their opinions on what's best and what works best and all this other stuff like that but realistically you know it's the quality of the project and you know the amount of holders of that project you know because for example one of the main criticisms from monero maxis were oh pirate was pre-mined because not many people knew about it in the beginning and blah 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 and you know, so there's a lot of huge holders, but when you actually look at Monero, back when Monero was started, how hard, I mean, how many people were in crypto to begin with? 
And on top of that, how hard was it to mine Monero on top of that? You know, you had to do a GPU miner, all this other stuff. And not many people were able to do that, you know. So realistically, it's kind of, it's almost apples to apples in terms of the amount of people that were capable of mining Monero versus the people that knew about Pirate, you know. So realistically, the emission schedule, it's, it's more of an opinion than, you know, an actual like, oh, one's better than another, you know. Like, for example, you look at Monero. Monero already is at their end, and they're doing um, uh, tail emissions, right? So their supply continually goes up. I mean, the reason for having tail emissions is to still entice miners to mine to protect the network. And on top of that, to um, it makes also makes up for, you know, coins that are potentially lost from just wallets where the keys are either deleted or gone or whatever, you know, stuff like that versus pirate where, you know, our mission schedule goes out really, really far still, like way longer than Monero. But at the end, we don't have telemissions. So our supply is finite, you know? So there's, there's so many different methods to do, to accomplish things and to, you know, to, and there's always different reasons for each one and there's no right or wrong. You know, as long as the crypto project is honest and it's, you know, and it does what it's set out to do and, you know, it, you know, it uh, protect, like, for example, for privacy project, it protects your privacy. That's all that really matters. You know, because the only thing it really affects is the price, you know, and over time, hopefully things become more stable within crypto to where you don't have these crazy fluctuations and things like that in terms of. You know, my, my crypto is worth $10 today and then next year it's worth, you know, 80 cents, you know, <laughs> hopefully it becomes more stable and stuff. Yeah, no, 100%. And, you know, I really think it will. Um, it's just, you know, it's one of those things, right? But uh, I, I do think I do think eventually we will see a lot more. Honestly, if I'm going to be honest, I think this could be our last potential deep deep bear market i could be completely wrong but that's kind of what i'm along the lines of thinking right now um but hey who knows we'll have to see right but um yep yeah so i definitely uh definitely <laughs> definitely gonna be stacking up more pirate chain uh as always um <laughs> so i hope you guys I hope you guys are definitely paying attention and paying attention to what these guys are really doing in this space um, because I really feel that you know privacy is going to be taken more seriously sooner than later you know I really do and I hope you guys you know everybody that's listening in the audience or whatnot you know get ahead of the curve I, that, that's what I say you know get ahead of the curve like you know there's a lot of things that we've we've talked about I've talked about for for quite some time and you know I mean we, we've seen a lot of things happen so I would definitely do your own research and uh, pick what's best for you but you know for me I, I really like pirate chain a lot personally so that's just me <laughs> but uh, and the my main thing is just don't be short-sighted you know what I mean just because something is good today, you got to think about the future, you know? So and seriously consider ways to make your life more private and, um, you know, just tools that you can use that barely impact your daily life, but still enhance your privacy, you know, just because privacy, whether you realize it or not, is one of the most important aspects in life aside from, you know, the uh, free uh, right to free speech, you know, it's right there with it. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And actually, that kind of reminds me of something else. I, I think I've seen it on the Armada store, but I, I can't, I can't remember exactly. But you know, people sell all kinds of stuff on there. Um, so definitely give that give that uh, website a look, guys, because you can find all kinds of cool stuff on there. I think I even seen people selling land on there at one point, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could be completely yeah. wrong, but yeah, I saw that as well. 
if I had enough money, I'd buy it. <laughs> right? Yeah no. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's like, so that's what's awesome about this is because, you know, it it's essentially building, literally, I mean, obviously, you know, you guys already have a following in a community and whatnot, but, you know, things like that definitely draw in outsiders as well, you know? Especially if you don't if you don't want everything on public record, you know, like I mean, it's it's very important. Like it's very important to protect that your right to privacy. So, give a and uh, go ahead. Uh, real quick, another thing too is that privacy is an inherent right. Like everyone has and should have a public life and a private life. If you if because of all these social media platforms and things like that, basically you're removing your private life, which is your true self. You are always your true self when you are alone and when nobody else is watching. So if you remove that aspect, you're never your true self and that always that generally makes you depressed. It makes you sad because you're not who you want to be. You know, especially when, you know, nobody else is watching. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it, no you're right. It, it makes it makes sense. It, it makes 100% sense. See, I like that. I like that. Oh, you're right, 100%. Uh, Jeff, do you, do you have anything you want to add or ask or, or anything? No, dude, I'm just soaking it all in. I'm... I'm super happy you came on it it fully affirms my belief in in pirate chain and look forward to see what what comes on in the future i personally think like right now everyone's super hyped on the ai and stuff right now but i think that's going to be a passing fad and as we get into the bull market i'm going to assume people are going to realize how important privacy is especially with moving large sums of money around with with the way the CBDCs are coming out and all that. It's just everything's lining up to be a privacy run in my eyes. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's the hope too, is that you know, a lot of people that invest in privacy coins do so because of the gains and all this other stuff. And it drives me insane because privacy is more important than just, you know, financial gains. It's protecting your environment and your inherent right to, you know, be private and be your true self. 100%. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Like, I'm definitely, definitely excited. Um, I definitely want to have you back on, um, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, at another, another time too, if, if you're interested. Um, and maybe, you know, we can even maybe get another team member on as well with you or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I'm always available for, you know, just uh, interviews or even just chatting, man. Like, I may not respond right away because, you know, I'm typically insanely busy. But, you know, when I do have the time, you know, I'm always there to answer questions or just talk in general, you know. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm, that's that's awesome. I, I appreciate that for sure, 100%. And, um, yeah, I, I totally appreciate it. Like, that's, you know, that, that's what I like about this space. You know, when I first started out in this space, there's, you know, these these Fortune 500s, these Fortune 100 companies, you, you can't really talk to people, you know, that, that like you can in crypto, right? And I thought that that was really awesome about crypto. And that's what was really attractive to me as well as everything else, right? But it's really cool because you know just through cryptocurrency i've met so many people like in every part of the world like it's just truly amazing that to say that oh yeah i know, I know somebody that lives over there and that's yeah yeah you know this that, and the other and you know you get to learn about different cultures and it's really cool I like and that's what i think is really awesome about the space in general too is that the networking side of things you know it's one of the most underrated things in crypto in general, or just in the space in general. Like, ask me if I ever thought that I'd be, you know, talking to exchanges over in China or in Japan or, you know, working with people from like, you know, having a meeting with eight different people from eight different countries. 
you know it's like the the it the hard thing about it is just obviously time zones and i've learned to freaking hate time zones and differences in time there's times where i have to be up at like three in the morning for a meeting or something like that with people from the opposite side of the world which is cool but at the same time it's like i'm freaking exhausted i want to sleep you know but it's just so awesome being able to communicate with people just from like you said different cultures different areas different places all around the world and like i said it's just the most underrated aspect of this space absolutely absolutely well guys um i think we're gonna end it here uh we're definitely gonna have have the, have them back on um and maybe next time you guys can have some community questions too you know feel free to ask and you know maybe we'll do a q a or you know whatever right um got all kinds of possibilities so yeah that'd be guys, fantastic yeah absolutely right so if you guys are uh new to the show make sure you share with a friend or a family member if you found this at all valuable information at all whatsoever and uh as always guys stay bullish on yourself and we'll see you in the next one